Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Strumpcast episode 216. Hope you're all doing very well. Obviously, we just played Young Boys. But before we get into that, let me introduce you to my... I don't say my young well, boys, so my well. young co-hosts. <laughs> but... Young, I'm older. I'm like the oldest one here, dude. I'm getting old. I'm, I'm an uncle. Yeah, but... like... <laughs> I mean, true, yeah. But you're you're young in spirit. Sure. <laughs> we'll true. go with that anyway. Uh, but first, let me introduce you to Richard. How you doing, man? I am good. We welcome the new Sportingista into the world this week. I'm officially an uncle. So congratulations. making sure to set that kid up for lifetimes of disappointment early uh i'm good how are you matt uh happy for that uh the boys got a couple couple results they got a big win against wooded ants got uh did, did what they had to do just didn't lose today which is all we asked for so can't complain we're into the round of 16 officially the second round of 16 uh for the europa league so fun times ahead we hope we pray yes indeed uh and of course we have christian how are you doing today man I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, obviously things are going pretty well right now, I'd say. Um, I honestly don't know how they managed to not win today, but yeah. I don't care. I mean, the game was kind of a joke. Uh, I was actually kind of getting pissed that he left Joker as out there. As I mean, he didn't call him. As long as he did. Time, yeah. you know? I was like, all right, what are you just asking for him to get hurt? Um, yeah, I mean, no complaints. Cruise control today. Um into the round of 16 excited for the draw tomorrow got did what we had to do in the league at a, on a tough road game um no complaints no complaints yeah most yeah. definitely and i am also here as well but you could also follow danny because he is not here today he is out doing things but make sure to follow him anyway but most importantly follow all things out on all social media platforms and podcast platforms wherever that may be. But before we get into anything else, let's start with the Young Boys fixture because that was the one that has happened less than 25 minutes ago. So we'll start with here. So it was a one-all draw, but we went through an aggregate anyway. Here is the team, of course. Adan in goal, Eduardo Cresma, Diamonde, Inacio, Mateus Reis, Braganza, Hulmond, uh, Trincao, Edwards, and Yocres of the Bent, Nuno Santos, Cova, Pedro Gonzalez, Luis Neto and a returning first Nader, also a returning Diamonde from a two-month absence, even though he was in the, the uh, AFCON, only played two of the first get, I think the first two games, and that was it. So he's back. St. Jude's also on the bench didn't uh, have a cameo. The only player that's injured now, unfortunately, is Paulinho. But yeah, a 1-1 draw. Jokrez scoring for us. A very good goal as well. And unfortunately, Youngboy's getting a penalty from Edward Tambor. It was a great penalty, though, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, uh, Chris, I'll start with you. What are your overall thoughts on the game? You muted, Chris. You're on mute, my guy. Shit, bad stuff. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, I think we obviously could have won this game by a lot more. We had a lot of flagrant opportunities uh, to score, I would say. Um, the 3.3 XG on the more elevated side, but I'm, I'm honestly shocked it's not even a bit higher than that. Um Maybe I guess because, like, for example, like the chance that Paul had where he squared it to Yokeras is like he technically like didn't shoot. So maybe it's not like uh, I don't know how they do the calculations for the for the XG, but like could have had a bunch more. Um, only we're leading one nothing. Conceded a PK. I mean, the thing about the the, the young boys is like they weren't really generating that much. Um, I, they didn't even 
You want to know how they, you know, that they didn't even believe because after the PK, they didn't even try to grab the ball. Like <laughs> they did not believe even as they tied the game, they did not believe that they had it in them to score two more. Um, it was cruise control, honestly. Um, Yokeras made a goal out of nothing, uh, basically, um, pretty early as well. I think like the last two games, I would say, like kind of similar script, uh, a goal kind of randomly early. Obviously, the Mordian's goal was like second minute. This was probably like the 15th, still very early. Um, get a fort- get a good goal, go up one nothing, and then just kind of just kind of keep them at arm's length and just kind of coast home for like 70 minutes. It felt like, uh, in both games. Um, I guess it's a bit disappointing to concede and not win this one, get all the points for the coefficient in the end, but you know, I'm not going to complain. Um, we're advanced. That's what, that's what matters most. Um, no one was, no one more was injured. Um, although you did mention the Paulinho injury, kind of concerning, especially since there's like, it seems like there's like no timetable either. Seems like it could be a kind of a bad of an injury. Is this his know? foot who has happened quite a few times before? So yeah, it's some it's something that's like reoccurring. It could be like a month or two. I don't even know. I think because he he was injured, then he came back against Braga, came on for like five minutes, and then we haven't seen him since. So I don't know if maybe it's just those be training injuries. Yeah, maybe they're from that's him. what that's what I'm assuming. It seems like it's something he probably just picked up. In practice, well, it might just and... be that he he carries it most of the yeah. time, like Kawathis, for example, with his knee, like he always yeah. has it, but maybe just flares up <clears throat> sometimes. Yeah, it might just be something where it's a little aggravated, so he's got to kind of just take it slow for a week or two. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, yeah, Richard, what were your overall thoughts in this game? Uh, I'm not going to repeat too much of what Chris said, he kind of nailed it on the head. They could have won by several, there was a lot of chances. Uh, one of which, obviously, Yokera's uh, missing the penalty. Uh, it was about time, so he is human. So almost forgot about up. that. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. I, really. uh, I I said to my grandfather before, I was like, I, I feel like he's going to miss one soon because he, like, he just tries to smash he's due, it. He's due, right? And like he's, <laughs> like he's probably due for a miss, and then he, literally five seconds later, he missed. So fuck. Yeah, it <laughs> happens, right? He's going to miss one of us, so it's your fault is what you're <laughs> saying. Uh no yeah uh, missed the penalty um they had a lot of chances they just it was a kind of a typical sporting game they did seem a bit like on autopilot especially in the second half they were just kind of coasting and not doing a whole heck of a lot um they knew they knew they just needed to get out of there and not and not lose uh and it showed and like you said young boys kind of knew it was it was Jover uh even when they scored their penalty kind of a unfortunate kind of silly penalty but it is what it is. It's a good penalty kick, I will say that. Um, yeah, even up after they, they make it 1-1, they look and it's like two goals right now, the way both teams have been playing, like just not going to happen. They just didn't didn't celebrate, didn't run to get the ball, like you said, Chris. They knew it was pretty much, it was done. Like there wasn't much really left for them to fight for. Um, yeah, we're into the round of 16 now. We have some interesting teams we couldn't, uh pick up we we hope to avoid a couple of the sharks uh i know last year we got all the sharks uh after this after this phase we got arsenal and then juve um to be fair we we took out arsenal we could have probably taken out juve had we had a bit more luck on our side but we'll we'll see what happens i I was surprised he didn't rotate the squad as much as he did i thought he was going to rotate the squad a bit more 
Like I thought Yokeras was gonna sit, but maybe because Paulinho was hurt, he figured he'd just throw him in there. Um I was happy to see Edwards in there. I obviously I was not super surprised Pot sat. Uh I thought this might have been a Franco Israel game, but uh we got the the big lad Antonio Adan in that. Uh Nobody really stood out to me this game. That's the thing. Like, it was kind of a nothing game because nothing really happened. Like it was nice to see Diamande get back uh and just kind of get some minutes. Inasi looked fine to Cal looked good. I thought Edward during the handball actually looked good. Isgayo was Isgayo, so he was just bang average at best. Kodashma looked good again. Um nothing to really say about the subs for the most part. The only player I think I was kind of disappointed in, and we kind of talked about this in a in a group chat, Sam, was uh Fudaganza. He just didn't seem with it today. I think he's it might be time. No, not we're gonna cruise by. It might be time to move on from him. Sometime. Last game or two games. I don't know if it was the last part of the pod before. We're like, yo, but against this kind of been having some bad performances lately. Like the the couple goals. This is the worst one. Yeah, he got yeah. the start and he was not. He good. was not. Yeah, great. it was the last he has a goal or two we were talking yeah. about it. Yeah. He has a goal or two recently, but like that's kind of masked what's been very much like a lot of letdown performances for the most. He part. also could have scored multiple times and didn't. Yeah, him I, and many others, but yeah, he's been a bit of a letdown. I know we we always say like he has he's still coming back from an injury, but like he's also like what 23, 24 now, like. You know, I also just don't think he's super suited to the way the team plays and the way the system is now. Now, if they get a new coach in the offseason, who knows? They might play to a system that suits more to his strengths. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just think the the type of player he is, he doesn't necessarily fit how this team is set up right now. Um, that That's really it. Like, he, he just doesn't fit the way the team is, is set up to play and he doesn't fit the current system. That's not to say he's a bad player. It's just he's not what the team necessarily needs right now in in midfield. If they move to a three man midfield, he probably would. I think he would actually shine in a three man midfield. But I think in a two man system, I just don't think that's that's his game. I just don't think that works for him. Yeah, yeah. I think to be honest, is not. It was it was an eventful game, but it's not one that we need to like dissect because you know, like you said, autopilot. An autopilot is a great word to describe this game because I feel like the result was done. Even I though I think young boys didn't really try too much either. They just sat back and, you know, were willing to let what happened happen. But I will mention some individual performances. Mark Edwards' first half, man. That was awful. I, it was, I love Mark Edwards. Oh, His shirt is on the wall behind me. But I Who's all on the wall of goats right now? You got Ronaldo, you got, you got Edwards, Edwards Liadson, Paulinho. And then I've got Messi. On that side, which you can't that's really see. A me- that's a that's a messy wall of goats. I'll tell you that. <laughs> nice, I like it. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, Edwards was just in in the first half was just awful. The the open goal miss just yeah. summed up his his half perfectly. I thought that that literally was it. He was just nothing was coming off. The creativity was there, but the 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 product wasn't. So like the I like his ideas, but they just never came off. And I thought Trincao was a, a lot better on the wing. But yeah, Edward, he, the second half, it was improved, but then he gave away the penalty, and it's just like, it just sums up his game. But he did put Trincao through for the penalty, so I will give him some credit. I thought he had a much better second half than the first, but it still wasn't a great performance. And you mentioned Braganza. Yeah, man, I love I love Braganza. I think we all I, like I'm Braganza I'm a big here. fan of his. I just don't know if he suits his team anymore. I don't know if we can find a role for him. 
that suits his yeah. play style. Yeah, and I think for him, for his career, he's got to look somewhere else. I just don't think, unless he's fine with you know coming off the bench or something. But I think, you know, I just I just don't see it. Uh, and then the last player I want to talk about negatively is Adan, because even though he didn't, he the penalty wasn't his fault, and like that's fine. So some moments in this game where like the ball comes at him and he tries to catch it, he drops it. He does technically concede, even though it's a foul, but like he's sort of late to try and get the ball because he hesitates to come out. And the guy does foul him, but Adan also sort of punches him in the face as well. So yeah. it's like sort of 50-50 and Adan just completely wafts it. He's on the floor. They shoot and it goes in. Like, obviously it's a foul, but, you know, it's just he's got three more games to get an automatic renewal. Which we only and, found out this week, by the way. That just came out like two days ago or something. Wild. Yeah, two days ago. And it's just... He just does not inspire confidence no. in any of, of the players. The one, you know, like, those, the ones that are the scariest for me is like when he's like waiting for a cross and you can like see a defender coming across like to almost like get there in front of him. Yeah. yeah. And like they almost get like it happened twice in this game. It happened a couple times against Morning. It's like we will concede a goal in the next three games on that off exact of type cross. of cross. Yeah. Off yeah. of off of silliness from a cross. I think you're absolutely right. It's going to be an early Patricio flashback. into the ball by the attacker. Yeah, it's going to be an early Patricio flashback when Patricio start was the first starter. It's just going to be like calamity from across because he doesn't know how to field it. And it's also at the point in the season where we can't really um, rotate with Israel, give Israel a chance because we've got Benfica next week in the Taz of the Portugal. Of course, we've got another Europa League fixture, and then it's the yeah. tail end season. We still got to play Porto, to play Camarage, Benfica. Again. They the got league. yeah, they got a hellscape of games coming up in the next like couple months. Yeah, unless, unless you you do play him in the Tassa, because maybe Benfica play their backup in the Tassa as well, like a cup goalkeeper. But I think even I can, those I can see in the first leg, like, but if it's if it's close going in the second leg, like, like no shot do are they playing backups, right? Like you're playing your your best team if it's like a one goal game. Yeah, exactly. But uh, in terms of positives for this performance, I think Yokres, of course, even though he missed the penalty, he was still fantastic at uh, carrying the ball, very physical, unlucky. To not score probably four or five. So he had a lot of chances. It wasn't as clinical today, but I do think their keeper made some great saves. And their their defense at one point, I think it was Nuno Santos plays him through and it's literally just an open tap in. And the defender stretches his whole leg to just try and get the ball. And he does. And it was a great, great block at there. But for me, Yokres was great. Trincao was good as well. I thought Trincao was a lot. He's just been really good. And even though he didn't get the goal today, really good on the ball. Uh Great. He even defensively today, I thought he was great. And then finally, the back three, Nacio Diamonde and Quaresma, I thought were, were brilliant today. Diamonde, especially from not playing for like a month and a half or however long it's been, came in, looks exactly the same. Uh, Inacio only played 45 minutes, but he he's Inacio at this point. He's always going to have a good game. And then Quaresma, again, he just continues to have game after game mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, the purple patch is going to end soon. And then he has another good game, another good game, another good game. So I don't know if it's going to be a purple patch or if he is just a good good player. If at this that point. form is there to stay, right? Like, yeah, exactly. You hope, you hope it's you hope it's the latter. You hope it is there to stay, and that there's a player there. Yeah, and then the only question is what happens to the defense because obviously Coates is on the bench in this game. Saint Juice is on the bench in this game. Uh, that's you know two very good centre backs who could, could. To be fair, you could do a, any combination of those five. And you know it'd still be a good defensive defensive unit. 
But I would imagine someone in this back three is probably going to be dropped, you'd imagine, for Coates, unless we're proper phasing Coates out and he leaves in the summer. But I like this back three. If it was up to me, I would probably pick this back three, maybe in rotation with Coates being the first man off the bench. But I don't know if Amarim sees it that way, that we need a leader in there, because although Adan is our captain, uh, maybe I'm just a bit old school, but I prefer your a captain being outfield, being able to control the, the game itself, like a defender or a midfielder, instead of a goalkeeper who has to sit back all the time. But other than that, yeah, good performance. I like Cobra off the bench. I thought he, he had a good cameo, but, you know, he's just a bit off the ball is not great. But he's good on the, on the ball. ball. On the ball, he's very raw still. He's still, yeah, very, very good technically, but not great anywhere else in terms yeah. of off ball and, and running and sprinting and everything like that. And it was also good to see Fresnade. He played about seven, eight minutes, but he still probably did more in this game in eight minutes than Esgaio did in the full 90, which is uh, saying something. I did put a message in our group chat earlier. It was like Esgaio did like two great tackles in the bar solo that every time he does it, the crowd like. Goes yes. nuts. <laughs> it's like but, yeah. didn't screw up this time. Let's go. Like that's literally what it feels like. Actually, the last thing I'm gonna say is Mateus Race. How all I noticed from this game is we'd be on an attack or we'd be on the counter or we'd be in transition, and he'd always pass his backwards or sideways. He never goes straight, it's, it's always backwards. He took his guy route of attacking day. It was all lateral and back passes. There was no forward progression passes from him today. Yeah, and there was one point uh, you can see in my mouse. We had the ball around here, like from a corner, around and instead box, of like yeah. passing it to either back to the corner or crossing it in the box, he passed it all the way back to. I think almost to me. Passes back to like midfield, basically. I was just like, why? Like, it's just I don't know. I I, I have no idea. But Mateus Reis is such an odd footballer because he, as a centre back, I think he's all right. But as a left back, he's not good at crossing. He's not the best oh. pass for the ball. He's not the quickest. He's not the strongest. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'll ask you, Richard, who was your man of the match for this game? Jeez, uh, i got to pick a man of the match. I'll pick Joe Carey just because he got the goal. I know he missed a pen, but I'll give it to him anyways. It's the easiest choice. Yeah, fair enough. Chris, what about you for the man of the match? You're mute, Chris. It's oh, yeah. kind of tough. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll have to go Joe Carey. He, he was constantly dangerous. Uh, Could have had a hat trick. Um what a nice goal. No one else stood out enough. I feel like to challenge that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's between Jokic and Trikal for me, but I think Jokic gets it for me. Just, you know, right. very good Jok- today. It's the hat-trick Jokic wishes he had today. <laughs> yeah, most most definitely. But yeah, easy, easy, well, not a win, but easy progression, I think. And was never in doubt. And uh, yeah, a very good um, two-legged tie, I would say. But uh, yeah, yeah, a good, a sp- good, draw a good performance over two games overall there's not much to really complain about yeah exactly and that leads us to the potential draw that we will be getting tomorrow i believe at 12 p.m my time maybe 1 p.m my time so whatever time that is for you probably like so nine, here's here's who we can get so we have west ham and brighton we have a range a lot of you could four british teams so west ham brighton rangers who we have a bit of history with atlanta who we have some recent history with Villarreal, Slavia, Prague. And they knocked us Bayern out of the Europa League, League in 2018, Villarreal. Villarreal did, and I remember Rangers ruined our UEFA Pathetic Cup. Pathetic. I don't know how we didn't advance out of that title. That, that, was, that was shambolic. I, I thought it was Atletico Madrid in 2018. 
No, nah, it was 2019 then, maybe. 2019 Atletico. Oh, yeah, you're right. 2019 was post-Alcachet. And I always remember yeah. Rangers because they beat us in 08. And when it was still the UEFA Cup, and we were on a, we had a fun team that year. We should have should have progressed. Um, yeah. Who do we who do we want to? I don't say who we want to get because that's not who do we. Do we play Slavia avoid? Prague in 2018? I don't think we played Slavia Prague. Remember, we we lost in extra time, but we still went through. I think that was I, a Polish team. I, was okay. that when like Montero? Was it Montero scoring? Like, was it yeah. Montero? like we yeah. scored like, to still lose, goal. but lose by but we, less. We, we got lost like the game, two. but we won the tie because yeah. we the first leg. We lost the yeah. game, but won on away goals. Um, yes, yeah. away goals was still a thing. That's right. It might not um, have been Slavia Prague. It was a Central European team. Yeah. It was from that around that. Yeah. Those ends. Um, let us know in the comments if you know who it is. Well, we might research that after. Um for me, the only teams I kind of want to avoid is Bayer Leverkusen for obvious reasons. They are just demolishing teams. Uh, it was Victoria right Pulsen, I think. Yeah, Victoria Pulsen. That's yeah. who it was. So yeah. well, I think I think a Czech team still. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Bayer Leverkusen. I'd like to avoid. Honestly, Liverpool. I'd like to avoid. I think any of the other teams, I'd very much fancy our chances. I know we lost to Atlanta one game this year, but like, it was a game we really deserved to at least draw. Um, mm -hmm. so I think we can, we play them. I think West Ham and Brighton would, I think West Ham would be one of the trickier away days. Um, but I think we, we match up well with them and Brighton and Ray. I think we match up well with everybody except for Leverkusen and Liverpool. Uh, yeah. Rana, what do you, what do you think? Well, for me, I think we're at the point. It's not to sound, this is going to sound arrogant. It's going to come out wrong, but I think I look at this list and I think we could win these games. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy tie. Don't get no, me wrong. no, there's no, gonna... there's no easy tie out of this. No, exactly. But we beat Arsenal last year. We beat Tottenham last year. We beat Frankfurt last year. And that was our worst season in like, what, five years, even in yeah. our, when we first came back to the Champions League after Ruben Amram came in. We beat teams like Bizitkas and we did beat um, Borussia Dortmund, who had Bellingham and Haaland at that time. But I, I just think with the team we have, I don't think we have the best team in the world or anything like that. But <coughs> like last year, like you said, we could have beaten Juventus and we could have gone gone further. And now we have players like Jokres and Hulman, who we didn't have before. And Fresneda's coming back from injury. We've pretty much got a full-strength squad. If, if you're asking me who I think we would do like the best in i think west ham's form at the moment is is good enough that we could make them pay and there's rumors about david moyes being sacked and things like that they just lost six nil to arsenal two weeks ago and i think they lost to nottingham forest this week as well um brighton i think are a good team uh, rangers i think we could I'm not gonna say easily win, but I think they're they're probably... a tricky they're a tricky team. They've had some good runs in Europe the last couple of years, especially in Europa League the last couple of seasons. So they're a pain in the ass team for sure. Yeah. I but, think Villarreal is but... a sleeper team too <coughs> for us to get because I think they've looked not good this season at all. So if you're gonna mm -hmm. if you want a team that's not in great form, like that's another one to kind of maybe keep an eye out on. But yeah, also for me, Atlanta, I would like that yeah. revenge game because I feel like we we could like again. I think on any given day we could beat anyone of these teams. Obviously, Liverpool, I think, is the stand. Like, I would not want Liverpool. They're a very good team, very well organized. And I think this is being set up to like Klopp's last title is going to be the Europa League before he goes. I think that's the storyline going into the Europa League right now. But um, like I said, we 
to win this competition, we're going to have to beat the big teams eventually. So if they give us Liverpool, we'll handle it, I think. And, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Chris, what about you? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I think that um, I, you, I think you could argue probably Liverpool and, and, and Bayern are two of the best teams in, in Europe right now, um, mm-hmm. especially especially Bayern Leverkusen. Oh, they've been, um, they've been unreal. Um, not even, not even just the results, but like how they've played as well. Uh, I've only seen two of their games this season, but I've wa- I've watched a few. Yeah. They're uh, they're a fun team to watch. Um, very entertaining. So yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to catch them, but I mean, yeah, like Sam said, you'll probably have to play them yeah. eventually. At, at least one or yeah. two of them, possibly even both. Um, if you're gonna go all the way to Dublin, um, so. Yeah, I mean, West Ham is a, a bit worse than they were last year, I would say. And Brighton probably is, too. Um, or about the same. I feel like their mm. form has been sporadic. It's a little bit better now. West Ham uh, have been poor, and they've got a lot of injuries to key players, which is also good yeah. if we were to get them as well. Yeah, so, I mean, six out of eight of these, like, I, I really am not... I'm not fearful, and as mm-hmm. I'm not exactly fearful of Liverpool or Bayer Leverkusen either, because yeah, like Sam said, I, I think we can beat them um, in the right circumstances. But we have a lot of tough games coming up. Um, it would just really, really complicate things even more than they already are. But I mean, it'll be a tough tie. The calendar's gonna be congested no matter what. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I'm not. I'm less worried than I am about. Other draws in the past where I've been like, okay, like we really have to. If we get like, any, like there's, these, we're, there's like eight, there's like out of eight teams, there's yeah. like six killers as opposed to like yeah. here, there's really yeah. like maybe. Like, one I think or Young two. Boys is probably one of the best draws we could have got in the last round. So yeah. maybe we'll get. Oh, I mean, I sure. it's. I mean, you could say like Slavia Prague is probably the 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 consensus easiest one. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. we'll get like the consensus easiest one because I think Young Boys was the consensus easiest one last time, and we ended up Close with them. So it. we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I almost would wouldn't mind playing Liverpool because I'd like to see us match up with a team like that um, right now. But you know, whatever. I, I'm not. I'm not too worried. Uh, I'll 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 wake up. Actually, they've been doing the draws a little bit later now. They used to be at like seven a.m. Eastern time. I think they're a bit later now. Eight um, a.m. Eastern time now. <laughs> so I would like wake up. I would wake up and it would already be done. But yeah. now it's like I'm up for a couple hours and then it happens. Um, so yeah, um, I'm excited to see who it is, but I'm also not, you know, that worried. Yeah, I'm just looking at the current second leg. So obviously, we need to beat someone in round 16 for all of these teams to be eligible to be drawn. For example, Carabagos beat Braga today. Yeah, Milan have gone through. Freiburg have gone through. Benfica went through. Marseille went through. Roma in final on penalties currently. Uh, Sparta Prague went through. So if we beat one of these teams. It could be one of them we match up against. Obviously, it could be still someone in this Benfica. list in the next round. Yeah. Benfica, Yo, like, that'd be like, what, eight derbies in a season? Because we yeah. had the friggin', uh, we'd have two, the standard two, we'd have two in the Tassa. So, well, yeah. It could be, be like 2011. Was it 2011? It was 2011 or 2012. All the all classicos. They played each other in like a cup final. They played each other in Champions League. No, I was talking about uh, the Europa League final. It was like Braga versus Porto. I think mean, that's 2011. 20... That's yeah. 2011. That was in it Dublin, was if I'm not mistaken. In, du- in Dublin, and it was three of the four semifinalists were Portuguese. It was Benfica, Braga was one semifinal, and Porto, and not a Portuguese team. I can't remember their names now. Um, 
in the other semifinal. So we were guaranteed at least like one Portuguese team in the semifinal, regardless that year. Yeah, I, I remember that was that was like that two or three year span where Portuguese teams all went on like stupid runs in Europa and had and like, like one we or lost two to like video time. <laughs> yeah, like well, the, then the we had we had the trip. the next year we had the famous run to the semis uh, where we lost to Bilbao, I believe, right? So there's there's a yeah. cup that was like a two or three year period where all the Portuguese teams went sickle mode in Europe, and yeah. like we boosted the coefficient like crazy for a time being. Yeah, definitely. But on from Europa League talk to back to the league, uh, and that is the game against Moriens. A very strange game, I think, but still yeah. a win 2 0. I will take before we get into the actual conversation, let's take a look at the lineups. Adani Gold, Quaresma, Coates, Inacio, Nuno Santos, Jenny, Hilman, Morita, Pedro Gonzalez, Trincao, and Jokeres off the bench came Mateus Race, Edwards, and Braganza. Goals from Morita, which is the strange goal, and Pedro Gonzalez, an assist. From Trincal, uh, Richard, what were your overall thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, like kind of a strange, strange game. Like, it wasn't, we had 2.5 XG. Like, even I think that's kind of like generous. I mean, we scored two, so fair, but yeah, like a really bizarro goal to start, uh, off a, off a corner kick. It just was bounced around the box and then eventually ended up in the net thanks to Morita. Uh, happy to see him get a goal at least coming back from the Asian Cup. So good for him. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like there was, it, I want to say the team seemed disjointed, but it almost looked like there wasn't a sense of urgency. Like they got the goal early, and there wasn't really a sense to like keep pressing at times. Um, there's not much to really say. I I was happy to see Pot get on the score sheet. Joe Harris probably could have had one or two. Um, but like I think the scoreline was almost pretty fair for the most part like i think anything more than three nil it would have seemed like over like would have been surprising the way they played uh what ends kind of just sat back and was happy to defend there wasn't they didn't do a whole heck of a lot they had like what like one or two they had like one chance i think that was it that, that i can remember that was it they didn't do anything um no one really stood out i i'm like crazy other than the, the goal scores and joe Caras. um Actually, no, Trincao was okay. I thought he looked good. Jenny was was fine. Kurajma looked again like himself, but good for him. Hillman was was kind of bang average. He didn't do anything bad, but he didn't really stand out in the midfield. Uh and Ignacio and Kawach kind of just held down the back line. Like anytime they kind of got close to some semblance of attack, it just we shut them down like so quick. Like they almost couldn't get past half at times. Um but we didn't really do, like I said, we didn't really do much. Like, it was just kind of a weird, weird game. Like, not much was really happening. We got a couple goals, and we just kind of, kind of like today, almost just like on autopilot again, in, in a sense. But, yeah, there's there's not much to really say about this. I'm sure someone will add better better insights than I. Uh, I'll pass it off to Chris now. You're on mute, by the way, Chris, before you say anything. <laughs> I, I actually knew that time. Got your ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we – we locked their asses up. I mean, yeah. they, they couldn't create much of anything. They could barely get past half. They, yeah, they couldn't really do anything. Um, obviously, very fortunate. I, I honestly thought at first that the ball hit Marita's hand on the first mm. goal and that it was about to get disallowed. Um, but, yeah, that was a pretty crazy incident uh, in the second minute that really, I guess, set the set the pace or set the tone for the rest of the game. The second goal came about like what, like twentieth ish minute. Yeah, it was like it wasn't too far after. Uh, 
They say the two nothing lead is the most dangerous lead. If Mordenes could have made, could have scored, maybe it could have got more. Dude, they didn't do shit. But they just were in the The second half was just was cruise control, very similar to this young boys young boys game, where it was just kind of cruise control the whole the whole time. Um, never really was in fear. Obviously, they like pushed harder the last five ten minutes, but I wasn't particularly worried. Um. I thought this actually would end up being a more difficult game than it ended up being. I've seen them give the other two title contenders difficult games yeah. in this field at home for them. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I mean, they're in six. They're having a good season. We expected a very difficult It'll game. It'll be a tough road two. game, man. Yeah. It's, it, 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 honestly, we've had tougher games recently. So I guess it's a bit disappointing for the Mordiansk end, but – We'll take they blew, it. Debuted the new, the new nine euro black kits, and uh, we're one to zero. That's not nine. That's ninety euro black. Kits. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna say too much because, uh, yeah, it wasn't really a memorable game. The only thing that I really recall is that I thought Coates was outstanding. I thought he was really good, and I think he has been really good all season. He's been played limited minutes but i think he's been every time he's played he's been really good and it's sort of been like a comeback year for him because i didn't think he was great last year but i think he's done really well now uh, i can remember gonzalo inacio getting like beaten up this game he was on the floor for like the majority of the game because the minus players would not he's stop ass him. kicked he was um but yeah other than that I really don't have anything else. You know, standard win, drink out another good performance. The only other thing I remember is Jenny doing a foul throw because the ball hit his head when he tried to throw it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I forgot yeah. about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really it. I thought, yeah, Trincao was good. Yokres didn't score, but he still, even when he doesn't score, he still plays very well. Uh, a great goal for Pedro Gonzalez to Morita's goal. Yeah, it was strange. I, I, I thought with Chris, I thought either he fouled the defender or he handled it. I thought it, it was, but it was none of the two. I yeah, thought it was coming 100%. back until I saw we saw like the the like the secondary play, like the second angle. I'm like, oh, like he's actually this might be fine. It's like nothing yeah, really the, happens. Just it's just kind of sloppy from everybody. Yeah, the only thing about this game which I was uh, quite annoyed me was that all these subs that he bring on were like five ten minutes to the end. Oh yeah, this it was, was garbage. It was peak garbage time minutes. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and like I think at this stage of the season, we're in February. The schedule is only going to get busier. This would have been a perfect time. Okay, maybe not a Jokeres, but like a Hillmund or uh, a Pedro Gonzalez or a centre back to come off. Inacio has played loads of minutes this year. Someone who's played a lot of minutes just to to rest. Because I don't think this game was ever in doubt. And the same with the young boys one. Like we we saw Neto come on, but like for me, that's a great game to bring Pontello on. Or you know, give Saint Just some minutes. Or if Saint Just isn't fit yet, yeah, Pontello. Um, but yeah, Jokre's playing the full ninety, like Chris said. Like he's played pretty much every single minute this year, bar maybe like a few, like maybe two or three, two two or three games, maybe four a push. But yeah, for me, I just think some rest is needed, and it should be in games like this that have done. But you know, at the end of the day, we still won. No one got injured, so you know, seems to be good. But uh, Richard, who was your man of the match for this game? Uh, I'll give it to Pot because he got he got a nice goal. He, he, yeah. he played pretty well all around. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to him. He's been playing pretty well recently. I haven't given one to Pot in a while. Yeah, I'll give mine to Coates. Chris, who are you going to give yours to? I'm going to go with Pot. Okay, yeah. 
Fair enough. Uh, but yes, that is that for the Moriant's game. Before we get into some news and some little tidbits we've got, let's take a look at the league predictions. Of course, there were two games this Someone's week. Someone's running away with it, by the way. If we take a look at Moriant's Richard with the big four points getting two, got the, the win, the result, and one of the goal scorers. Yeah. I got the win, but I did not get any of the goal scorers, unfortunately. Chris got the win, but no goal scorers. Danny got one goal scorer and the win as well. But before we take a look at the leaderboard, let's go to Europa League, which is Europa League uh, win, right? today. Today, no one got the win. We all got a point for a goal scorer. Yeah. So, yeah. We were close. Chris and I were cool. close to, we're the closest ones to the actual result, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and then if we go all the way to the top, we can have a look at who is running away with it. And that is Richard on 64 Nine points. points. Chris in second with 55. I'm in third with 51. And Danny in last, but not far behind me, with 49. With the next games coming up, which telling I you, believe... Telling you, boys, you got you to gotta make sure you're in here week after week. You got to grind like I have. You're giving away three points. So the next game we have is against uh, Rio Av. And then we also play Benfica in the Tassa de Portugal. I want to say on Wednesday, I want to say. But uh, yes, so we got those two games. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so yeah. 29. Oh, we'll have uh, well pre post game. We'll have post game for that, game well. for that for the first leg. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that is it for league predictions. But there is also uh, the fancy football, which I didn't check I'm this week. I think I had a dog. Doing last week. I think place. I had a dog shit week this week. To be fair, yeah, I got fucking. Oh, I caught up a bit on Chris, but Danny fucking going sicko mode. Damn, bro. Yeah, I got seven points back on Claude, seven points back on you, Chris, but like Danny went ballistic this week. Danny so needs for to me... be stopped. <laughs> you can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> the one week your Chris don't score for me, but Rafa did. Also, for everybody, speed, yeah. Costa, uh, left, not left Bands on the bench. Too, bands on the, I think I left Bands hits. on the bench too if it makes it feel okay. But yeah, let's go to Richard, and we can have a look at yours. Yeah, I left I left those big points on the bench as well. Dominguez letting me down in midfield, brutal. Uh, You've got yourself in goal, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I saw your tweet this week. I was like, "What the hell is he at me for?" Yeah, I left I left the Bonza points on the bench this week, and that's what really killed me. If I could have taken out literally any of the boys who got like two or three points. That yeah. would have been huge. I forgot he was. I just forgot some something. It was just lack of yeah. foresight on my. my I could have gained another like nine points on Chris on top of the seven I gained on him. And for Chris, uh, top performers: Rafa, Inacio, Diogo Costa, Yocres, uh, and then oh, off the oh, bench. Oh. No, no, nothing, nothing off the bench. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. on the bench. He got. He basically got the max. It was me who dropped the ball. He got the max points. Really, I, I didn't. Tenth in the US as well, Chris. Gonna Ooh, try and hit single digits, well. hopefully. So uh, yeah, on Ooh, on to nine. Geez. And last but not least, Danny no, running away with it. Still second in Canada though. So oh, he's back up. He was down to fourth last week, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're I think right. you yeah. I think he clawed a couple spots back, if I'm not mistaken. Now. A Sunday scores in like every game, bro. Oh no, I yeah. Know. Apart from the ones I sub him in for. Yeah, games. really. The one game I subbed him in for was our, the game against us. So I'm like, I should have kept him in because he, he scored. Still scored we still in that one, yeah. He one still ten. scored and we oh, won. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. I should have just left him in anyways and hope that we got the win, which we did. So that was on me. Yeah. And then, yeah, Jokerez, Banza, Pedro Gonzalez, Rafa, 
Jean-Marie with 17. Only one who let him down in the starting lineup is Fujimoto. And he left like no points on his bench. He still has to fix his change his goalie because his goalie doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. His backup, I should say. Yeah, very good performance from from Danny this week. To be honest, I know still is quite a long way of football to go, but I think he's probably got that top spot locked. Unless Chris... I think meet Richard for me and you. It's over for first place. But... I think it's it's Joe for first place. I've been trying to claw away at Chris, and every time I make some progress, I have a week where I just forget to do something, and it just yeah. like three weeks of progress gets undone. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it might be. It might just this might be the table. This might be Joe at this point. Yeah. Unless somebody has like three monster fucking weeks in a row and is not named Danny Saldana, I think it's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Unless somebody goes sicko mode in the next month, I think it's it's pretty well set. But yeah, we do have some news we alluded to earlier, and that is Dan playing four more matches now. Three, he will get a automatic contract renewal. That's from Ojogo, although record and above don't have confirmed it. But it would make sense, even though it would check it out. Was it last year they did that weird announcement where like Dan did like the shush and like nothing ever came of it? Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know if yeah. that was this year or last year. I, think it I don't know. That's such a yeah, it's such a blur. Yeah, yeah, it's such a it's such a blur. Like, yeah, I don't know. You could put a gun to my head. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to help you out with that one. But yeah, it's just the the unanimous like replies on this were just like, oh no, oh, oh no, oh, what no, have I done no. to deserve this? <laughs> Everything like that. But yeah, I think flashbacks like. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I do think they should. I uh, surely they have to look at a new goalkeeper for the next season. Like it's just got to be. And maybe you give I'm, Israel like a loan for like a promoted team or like a second division team or maybe abroad, and then give it down the backup role and then sign a new keeper. But I just don't know, man. I'm almost on my knees for him to get like the guy from Gilbert or like the guy from Family Cal. Like yeah, I, for me, guys. I would from the league those two, and also Arabuena from Aroca as well is a very, yeah. very good goalkeeper as well. But when I look at it, I look at all the goalkeepers I see in the Portuguese league. Adan is not probably top ten. I, I look at like we he's, guys just he's mentioned. He's not obviously, top ten. Obviously, Diogo Costa and Trubi in one and two. You've got uh, Andrew Arabuena, uh, Luis Junior from Familia Cal. You've got Bruno Varela. I would say he's better Bruno than Bruno has been okay. Adan, yeah. Um, Let's just see. Go through the I table. I take Bruno Varela at this point over a time. That's that's a he's statement. not better than Ricardo Value. No, he's not better than uh, old Richard. There is he? Is he better than Mateus at the moment? The Braga keeper. I think that one could be a debate because that's, that's, that's they're that's both shite. They're yeah. both not. They're not both past great. it. <laughs> that's what they are. They're both past it. But the difference is Mateus is like six years. Yeah, younger at least he's younger. Yeah. He's way younger than Anton. <laughs> So yeah. like, if you're already past like 29 or something, like yikes. <laughs> but if you look at Porter, they have uh obviously Dior Costa, they have uh, oh, Samuel Portugal, who is also was very good like before he joined, and then Claudio Ramos, who was also very good before he joined. I could probably say all that all of all three of those are better. All three that. of Porto's keepers, backups at all, like there would be, I would take any one of them as our starter at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, good yeah. problem for them to have. Like, fair enough. It's just just strange. It doesn't make That's sense. Weird. But I guess we have to let the one play out and see what happens in the, the offseason. But we still have a lot of more games that he could cost us goals. But goals at the same time, he <laughs> a lot does of have one performance in, in him against Arsenal last year was probably his best game in the shirt, I would say. 
so he does have have a good performance now and then. And to be fair, until he conceded against the young boys last week, he was okay. He was he yeah. wasn't he wasn't conceding. He was still making some sort of errors with catching, and he wasn't doing anything best. overly like stupid though to cost us a game. That's I think that's what it was. Yeah. So maybe we've turned a corner, but I'll tell you who hasn't turned a corner, and that is Nike with their awful oh, kit design. And to be fair, I think this got a lot of mixed reviews. People were just saying they liked it because it's plain, and like I understand like like the plainness of it, but that is a training kit if I've ever seen one. I don't really know why they released it. Yeah, it just seems they like think they would go for sh- they would go for like a strump or something at this yeah. stage of the season. Yeah, we didn't get a strump this year, right? First time no. ever, I think. I think they still sell the one from like three years ago, but I don't. Yeah. They've not well, used we just it. recycled that one. For last, I don't know if they like, even used years. it last year. I know they, they used, used it once or times. twice last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Nike's just... only made one Strom kit in three years. Yeah, they recycled. They recycled it for. They use it for two years. The one with the slightly it. uneven. The one with the weird. Center. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> five centimeters off center, and it drives me nuts as a kit as a kit guy. I hate that. But a lot of yeah, people Nike's, diva- Nike's divesting from football. To be fair, too, as Jack's pointing out, like they're they've they've divested a lot from football the last like year. Like they're they've lost the Portugal. Uh, kits like the national team, we're switching to switching to Puma. There's a few teams they're choosing not to renew with, and they're very yeah. much cutting back. And Puma's oh. kind of picking up the Puma, and to a somewhat lesser extent, like Adidas are picking up most of those pieces. Though you're seeing Reebok starting to make a bit of a comeback, so who knows? Yeah, but I, th- I think what more people were annoyed about is that the way they marketed it, everyone thought it was going to be like a blackout kit, like the Dortmund one a few years ago. Yeah, well, and we saw a concept of it that looked sick, right? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of yeah. cool looking. It, it was just this kit with the black with the black badge and then the black sponsor, which yeah, to be fair, it's still, it's still the printed kit, like the nine new printed kit, but at least there's some like originality. It's not something we've seen before. It's more custom than this. There is yeah. literally nothing on this kit. No. There's no. not even a design. There's not. There's like no a line. like pattern that there you can see anywhere. On this kit. No, it's nothing. just a plain black T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, for lack of a better term, with a with a fucking Nike. That they logo. stamped the Batano, and then they stamped the back shirt came shipped with just a, that swoosh on it, and then they yeah, stamped and then it. we stamp we stamped our shit on it. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, this is the what? last yeah. uh, year of our Nike contract too. By the way, so impressive might... markup though. What nine euros to ninety. Oh, I like to be fair, normal teamwork kits are like 30. So, like 30 to 90 is the normal ratio, maybe 45 to 90 if it's a nicer kit. Yeah, like our template for our home kit, for example, that's like 45. Yeah, without anything just plain. Um, but nine to 90, I mean, respect, that's crazy. That's respect, respect hustle. I respect the respect, <laughs> respect, lads. Yeah. I got nothing but respect for this. Is yeah, leasing. <laughs> this is the last year of the Nike deal, unless they decide to re-up. Rumors which... that it's going to be renewed, but yeah, yeah, I've been heard It wouldn't shock me one way or the other if they renewed or not. Um, the only thing that makes me think they will renew is because of the CR7 kit. So they might want to do that. They might want to keep some of that momentum, but it might be entirely up to Nike. They might switch to someone else. If they switch CR- someone else, CR7's I'm... club's going to Adidas and his national team's going to Puma. Puma, so who knows, right? And speaking of Ronaldo Kit, I know Chris Financial is more, more of your sort of uh, 
Yeah, this is your domain. You're gonna have to explain this like we're fine. I mean, nothing that like there's nothing in here that we didn't already know. Um, I would say like we knew that they be, they became owners of 88 percent of the sad. Um, like we knew that the that the like the like the assets owned uh, increased because they um, repurchased the VMOX, right? That's related yeah. to that. Um, the merchandising is is interesting. I'd be interested to see how much of the so it was like five mil five point three to nine point two million. Um, I like it was. Do you think like that difference is just basically the CR seven kit? I think it's also just the team. Doing yeah, I mean, at least like maybe two thirds of that difference is the CR7 kit. Yeah, I think some of it you can. I think a good chunk of that you can at least. The, the one thing I'm good. not so sure about is if the 9.2 million is the total gross amount, or is or that what we've taken home? Because I know that you only take home like. But here's the thing: not all the sales in the Lajevere are Nike, right? There's the in-house stuff. Yeah. Um. There's and also, in- something interesting about the CR7 kit, it's the only sporting kit you can get directly from the Nike store in the UK. So I could yeah. order it, pay like a normal price, and, and get then it without any. Their sport is going to get probably like a 10% cut of that, most likely. Yeah, yeah. give or take um, a few percent. So yeah, I, I, I'm guessing that that's the total amount. Um, and sporting is probably taking home less than that. That's because, the gross, yeah. Because there's no saying. way that, that like that's eight x, and you know our take home's nine because the total was seventy or so. Like there's just no way, right? So no shot. No. Nine's got to be the total. Um, so sporting obviously didn't take home all the nine then, but it's money that came in. Most it's the most the most the the shops ever made. Um, and I that's basically been the case since the switch to Nike. I would say. Yeah, every year they kind it of coincided with winning this. the title, switching to Nike, and the sales jumped a lot. So, um, I guess yeah. we should expect to be in this range of like five to ten million every year now. Um, Give or take, yeah. And then, um, you know, the the main result is obviously bolstered heavily by player sales. Um, player sales keep this operation going. That's always going to be case. that way. It's going to be that way for the, the case future. in the foreseeable future. That's just how it works. Um, but like we started to get like more for our players now, I would say than we did Mm -hmm. not so long ago. Yeah. Not only was it the most that we've ever made in a single window. Um, also this is the reason that they wait until after June 30th to finalize all their sales so that they show up on this report, right? Because if they're done in the, if they're done in June 3rd, then they're on the previous one, right? So you want them all on the same one so that you can. Kind of pad the stats, and you know, to be fair, why not, right? Why not? Um, So you're like Poro. Poro got sold so long ago, but they had the seven million for the initial loan. Yeah, they were the loan, and then they got finalized after June thirtieth. Same with Ugard. They didn't sell. They waited. I mean, the deal was done on like June twenty third, but they didn't make it official. Yeah, the deal was done. The deal was done well before the transfer deadline, but it wasn't officially announced until July. So yeah, I mean, there's a reason. Tremiti looking like a nice sale. Tomas Vega. I mean, they kind of padded it, but it's the most. Um, They're big the, sales, regardless. I think the most successful sales. transfer window before this was the summer that they offloaded Rafinha, Bruno Fernandes, everybody like that first Fernandez summer window when they just kind of scrapped the squad as it scrapped was. Most of the team. That was like 120 million, and I believe this was like 130. So yeah. The Bruno one also profit. wasn't until the winter window as well. It also should be noted this is the most they've ever spent in one window as well. Yes, sixty-five yes, million. So, yeah. 
But to be yeah. fair, the majority of those those players that are bought in, maybe Fresnero's to the question mark, but I think you'll buy him for potential. Two, two of them agree look great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jokeres is obviously, well, I'll say Jokeres and Hillman are both doubled if not maybe Jokic tripled in investment you're gonna you're gonna make you're gonna make stupid profit on those guys you're making that money back and and then some in stupid amounts yeah so yeah overall so, yeah, good i mean it, it's a good it's a good um it's a good uh like um semester uh i believe is the official term it's a good financial semester yeah um it's well planned um a lot of people were critical on. You could obviously say that you know it's not sustainable without the player sales. If you take away the player sales, and you just look at everything else, but that's also the model of Portugal right now. That's what yeah. every Portuguese team has to do until we. It's not really just Portugal. If you look at every other team, it's most the smaller, like the big it's boys. most of the medium to smaller league. That's kind of how they get by. We're we're not modernized in that sense, right? Where... Well, not even like for example, like Bundesliga or Spanish teams. If you're not one of the big like four. Of even the big three you in kind of have leagues. to sell still, yeah, at least yeah. to an extent, yeah. Unless you have um, that's like a always been owner. the model because I saw a lot of people being like super critical of that. I'm like, but that's always been the model, like, like, yeah, I don't always like, like, like our administration, but like, there's nothing here that I'm like upset about, really. No, they've like, done well, and I think they've if done you look well, at I teams... feel like it's just people that wanted to try to find a reason to be mad and dunk on them for whatever reason. I'm like, man, like, be critical of them when you want, but like. There's nothing here to really get upset about for, for anything. Like I think it's just people want to be mad. Well, yeah, I know. I know, Richard. You are very much opposed to this, the Super League, and I know the people who are presenting it are already rich. But like in terms of like the lower league teams, like Sporting, and then like some of the other teams that aren't like Premier League elite level. Yeah. That's why I guess they push for something like that because at the moment it's just always well, going to be the same model. The Premier League makes so much money on its own with TV deals and stuff. Yeah. Portuguese TV deal, for example, the one in England only started, I think, in January or maybe like December. So they just had a new one in Canada, apparently like mid season. Apparently a new provider's doing the Portuguese language in Canada. It's so poorly planned. They don't even like a season's like there wasn't even an announcement by the way. You know how I found out Sergio from the Benfica podcast (laughs) posted on Twitter today that Creo de Mania TV Canada was carrying the Portuguese language uh, game. And he found that out from a newspaper. He found that out, yeah, he didn't find that out. He found that out in a newspaper. Show of hands, who still reads a newspaper <laughs> in 2024? Oh, Sergio does. <laughs> Sergio, shout out to Sergio. I want to give him a huge shout out. Clip this if you want. Like, I wouldn't, I got to tell my dad that I'm like, yo, we can get the games now on uh, on TV because Creo de Mania is going to have the games. Get rid of one of the channels you don't want. Get you have a CMTV now, Canada? They have a CMTV Canada. That's bro, they, we are robbed not having CMTV USA. What the bro? Fuck? I'll send you the I'll send you the tweet after the show <laughs> that Sergio posted. I'm like CMT. I knew we had CMTV Canada because it was a it was like a choice for like what my parents have for their their uh, package. You can pick like four Portuguese channels for like so much a month, and you get any four of like the seven channels. So they pick like RTP, which is a given. Uh, TVI, I think. Uh, I think they there was like Seek Noticias is one you could choose. Benfica TV is one that they got, but my dad's like, I don't want to pay for it, but like I got to get it for at least a game a game every other week. Um, and there was a couple others, but CMTV Canada was one. I think Abola TV was another one. Uh, but yeah, yeah CMTV TV, CMTV yeah. has well, there's nothing on CMTV, but now they got the port all the Portuguese <laughs> games. So it's like, yo, you gotta change one of your fucking channels, boss. <laughs> you gotta change one of those. They're gonna be having hella games. 
they uh, apparently they have all the Portuguese the Portuguese language broadcast. No Gold TV does it in uh, in English. But yeah, yeah, and and uh, oh, yeah. Trilla used to be Fight TV does it in the UK now. So yes, I, I remember you saying that. I'm like, oh, Fight TV of all of all outlets. Uh, I yeah. think that's about it for you. Oh, the moat. That's it. They really want to close the moat. Allegedly, the that's good. so. Allegedly, they're closing. The... There we go. You have seven tabs. Oh, you do have it up. So yeah, they're allegedly uh, playing. Add five thousand. It'll add five thousand seats to capacity. And they're not. So I, there was a report from Rumor Sport thing. We'll give them the credit for the initial tweet. I'm not going to quote report it. It was between anywhere from lowering the pitch sixty centimeters to a full like meter and a half or something stupid. Which is that's crazy. Which is crazy. And so they're basically just... going to lower the pitch to the level where the bottom of the moat is. If they go the full like meter and a half, pretty much, I think. Because yeah. like, if you just like you have to like keep the slope. You can't just like fill in the moat and then put seats because then it'll be like that. Yeah. You know, they gotta like keep the angle consistent. Yeah. So that's so you have that's to like keep thing, like, digging deeper in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So like how and apparently they're like it's gonna happen regardless in the off season. Yeah, it's um, the off season. That's what I saw from Rumor Sport thing was it was supposed to be in the off. They were looking to start that this off season. I will like, say man, like, that's a lot. do not give a time or like a time frame for it. It's just that it's an idea. Like yeah. his parents do it, but I wonder how much something like that would cost. It's not going to be d- easy because 15 that's a, million euros. Because you got to dig out that whole mall, and there's probably the irrigation under there too, right? Like for yeah, the there's all sorts of shit there's under so the much under like in that slab in that what is essentially a concrete slab with dirt and other stuff in it. Like that's a lot. Like. Now, depending on how deep they're actually going to lower that, is it going to be the 60 centimeters? Is it going to be like at or or around like basically where the bottom of the pit is? Like, because that's that's a lot. If it's only like a, you know, 60 centimeters or, you know, whatever, then it's, it's, I could see them easily doing that. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, it's a lot. Like, it's not a, it's not going to be cheap because there's a lot there underneath the pitch that you don't see. Uh, well, sporting. I think they are allowed to access some FIFA funds. Also, that's probably why this is, and happening. that's partly why this is yeah. happening because they figure they need to do like they've been doing updates regardless of them like getting World Cup games. What's well, what happens when your stadium's twenty years old? You need to start. You need to. It. You need updates. You need to do yeah. stuff, right? Like Benfica's been doing it for time, right? Like it's just part. They were they've been updating the same regardless of the world. Cup that's games. like I roughly think that the time them... frame where I start to notice. I'm like, yeah, this place is kind of getting shitty. Like, yeah, 20 years is is like when a stadium starts to get kind of shittier. Yeah, stadiums, arenas, all all sorts. Um, I think them getting the World Cup games <coughs> just gives them more of an excuse to try to move to push forward with other stuff, and it makes sense because the stuff that needs to be done. Um, yeah, I and I do give... think they'll probably be able to access some outside funds for for that because it's a World Cup. Um, so I'm, I imagine they'll be allowed to get some sort of outside help for that, um, for these types of yeah. projects moving forward up until up until that time frame. I, I will give the current administration credit because they've done really well with the renovation of the chairs and it feels and like made... our it feels like our stadium finally. It feels like sporting yeah. stadium. I think it might have been Kevin or someone else tweeted like the before and after of the seats and then to now, and it is just looks so much better. I know they, Chris they, is heartbroken because they don't have the tiles anymore. <laughs> they don't have your tiles, buddy. I'm sorry. At least they still have the green and white ones. Yeah. For now. For now. Yeah. For now. But they've done really well with 
like making it a good personalized stadium because it although it was obviously our stadium it wasn't it didn't feel like sporting stadium no it was random colors didn't really make sense but now it's like like i think it's really good the only thing that is missing is the atmosphere and obviously <coughs> that's a whole different conversation we get into but also yeah i don't know if adding more seats is the correct move because we're already failing We've not. I don't think we sold out a, a, a stadium in a what? single game. Today's attendance six years. Not good. What was today's attendance? Yeah. I shut it. Twenty-eight thousand, wasn't it? That's better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like twenty-two thousand. I think it was twenty-eight thousand. But yeah, my sold out. My source for attendance did not do his tweet that he usually does, saying the attendance. Pedro, is your source just Pedro Varela by chance? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can always rely on him for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Vancouver from Sporting 160 because yeah, he, you I didn't see that tweet either. I'm like, it's got to be the same source that I use. <laughs> he always yeah, I, yeah. he's always I just like, yeah. Is the move. I just I just don't don't know, but I guess depends. Sometimes those, three it, three Genesoys tweets it as well. True, yeah, three Genesoys does uh, put it out sometimes. Usually one of the Sporting accounts puts it out, but I didn't see it at all. I don't know if the main account, the like the main Sporting account, might have tweeted it. I want to say 29,393. No. 29, so just over 29. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. For a game that was already done and is also on a Thursday at 8 p.m., you can sort of forgive it. So, I like... actually saw a thing that they made the tickets cheaper than they normally are for Europa League. Yeah. Like I was seeing tickets for like 15 euros. That's pretty good. Which is definitely like, yeah. like a low price. And I saw someone comment like, Lowering the price, trying to get a good house, didn't really work that well. <laughs> it worked to like a very little extent. Maybe that's yeah. their maybe that's their ploy down the line too. Is if they add all the seats, they can lower the they can like lower the prices down. It looks better for them, right? Like, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, maybe. it's certainly a move. Hopefully, it's it's a choice. Like it's certainly a move, but like or yeah, because the seats are close to the pitch, they charge more for them. They might those those ones might be like normally like. A little bit above market value, but if then everything was, else um, might be market value or if this was in America, market. they'd be installing some like insane like bottle service. VIP. Oh, it'd be like it'd be like a freaking like club. a club pitch side club or something. Yeah, like they have do. that at they have that at like TFC gate. They do TV. they love like, pitch side seats. That's ridiculous. like the new thing. Like the suites used to always be like in the middle. They still have, like I say, oh, there's still a ton, there's still a ton, but, but like now, now the new thing closed. is like the pitch side. Seat, yeah, uh, like uh, like the Las Vegas one. Like I think all the suites are along the side. Vegas, um, I know LA's. Uh, yeah, LA's, LA's got NFL pitch side seats, There's like a bajillion man. suites, literally all yeah. at like field. Imagine level if they either. imagine if they did that at Avalon. Oh, there'd be a riot. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the ultras were still a thing, they'd go ballistic. They'd hate that shit. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. you're going there with your champagne and stuff all of a sudden from some cloud, some jabroni from Juvenile circle to fucking flare over your head? <laughs> it just goes ballistic. You're there in a nice suit. The guy behind the guy behind you, like seven rows up, just shirtless with a chest tattoo, just screaming obscenities. <laughs> Speaking kinda of want, you, I don't want that now, actually. <laughs> I don't want to just the chaos. I do believe that Mustafa is starting his six year prison sentence today. Is it, uh, is it yeah. officially today? Isn't uh, Makako going to be cellmates or what? <laughs> I have no idea, but I think it's for... If for they end up as cellmates, I need to see... Yeah, I need it's, that for, it's for a burglary or yeah. a series yeah. of burglaries. Yeah. Handed himself need, into yeah. police. Uh, 
might probably will get less time, but I need knows. him and uh, Makata Madreda to uh, be cellmates. We need that uh, that odd couple sitcom. <laughs> we need the we need the, the the cell footage from that. But yeah, there is two more other like they're not like big talking points, but I thought they were interesting. Former podcast guest and former sporting president Bruno Cavallo with this uh, nice little tidbit, which I think is spot on, and I'll do the translate. So obviously the news with um, with what's the guy? Uh, Boaventura being convicted of bribing Maritimo. Uh, was yeah. it Maritimo players? Rewab, guys, yeah. Rewab players, and uh, they decided that Benfica wasn't involved. But when you know there's an attack on Sporting's academy, and we're you know, there's <laughs> no Bruno de Cavallo is involved. Oh, he's involved. So someone's involved. Luis Felipe Vieira wasn't involved. Rui Costa wasn't involved. Who was the uh, the vice president at the time? No, no. But, you know, Benfica is never involved. Which you know, I I thought <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. That's a man who just took initiative. He's like, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Fuck it, we ball. We're gonna move, and we'll just see what happens later." Yeah, a, a guy who had no connections to the club apart from being involved in player sales and <laughs> player transfers and loans, and you know, yeah, so no, no connection to the club. He was just what? facilitating. He's he's a mediator. He was facilitating stuff. Yeah, he, he just had an idea and he ran with it. So uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he did. He did what he, he respect the hustle, I guess. But also, it was interesting because I think this is the first time that Bruno de Cavallo has talked about anything football related in a couple years. years. In a while, yeah. in a while, yeah. He did a did a big spree where he went on a lot of podcasts, including ours. Um, but then he's just, you know, he's enjoying his DJ life. He's just doing his, he's just doing his thing. Like, good for him. Yeah. As yeah. long as, as long as he's doing all right, you know, if he's happy with yeah. with life, and, and yeah, that's pretty much yeah. it. I think there was one more thing if I could find it. I wanted to mention. Oh, okay, no, I've lost it. Uh, so oh, couldn't have been gone. that important, I suppose. I suppose this was uh, going to be the most important part of the whole show, and you fucked it. How do you feel? <laughs> I have I no clue what it was. I don't know no, why you're bringing it up. I can't find it either. So I guess it really wasn't that important. Oh, it was just um, to uh, Jean Neves. Uh, obviously, losing oh him, yeah, uh, thoughts and prayers out to you, and uh, you know. Tough thing at any age, but let alone like an 18, 19 year old. And it was yeah. like rivalry aside uh, today, he had he, he did cry at the end, which I thought was, you know, was heartbreaking. Appropriate, but like to, to still play a full 90 minutes and, you know, do that is is an incredible testament to his character. But yeah, wish him the well, rivalries aside and everything like that. But yeah, and Antonio Silva, I believe he's losing his, uh, either his granddad or his grandma. Same for. Him as well, condolences and thoughts and prayers. But unfortunately, on that summer note, I do believe we. Oh, Chris, do you have any modality results? Um, handball one again, eighteen and zero. I think now. Correct, not. Um, the ladies lost or drew again. Uh, that they could pretty much kiss the title goodbye. I think. Yeah, I think. The so. thing is, is like Braga is kind of in shitty too, so they might still finish in second. Um, handball with a historic win yesterday, to be quite honest. They beat last season's European League champion. So basically, the competition that they're currently playing in uh, for Europe, which is the equivalent to the Europa League, um, they beat last year's Europa League, or European League, which is the Europa League equivalent uh, champs on the road, 
by one goal after being down six. So they're now first in their group, um, looking to make the quarterfinals. So handball is looking pretty good. Um, futsal. Didn't we beat Benfica this week? Yes, smoked them 9 3. So that game they wanted to replay then, is it still on or just checking in on I haven't that, heard so. about that in a minute, actually. I think it's just kind of gone away now. I think, yeah, was, I think after the game this week, and everyone was like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> especially after the game this week, everyone just kind of dropped it. It was like, yeah. fair enough. Um, and honestly, yeah, I that's, sure that. that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Although, like, we had two games. It wasn't really an eventful week of, of football com- compared to last week. But wow. next week, the uh, Derby against Benfica, of course, is going to be a very Our league point. game is on Sunday, Monday? Sunday. Lovely. So we'll check that. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday 8.30. Yeah, the draw I can, wa- I can right? watch it then. If it was Monday, I wasn't really going to be able to see much of that. Yeah, and we'll have reactions okay. to the Europa League uh, draw next Thursday as well. Of course, the game against Befica and the one against Rio Ave. And of course, any other news that comes uh, during the week. Maybe a St. Just injury again. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, knock on wood, hopefully not. <laughs> knock knock uh, off. <laughs> but before that, you make sure you can follow Richard there. Give a shout out to Danny. Could make, they can follow him there. Of course, you can follow Chris there as well. You can follow myself down there. But most importantly, make sure you follow all things on all social media platforms. Everything on uh, podcast platforms as well, you'll be able to find us. Hope you guys have a good evening and the rest of your week. We'll see you next Thursday. Peace.